This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. What's up, Truth Seekers? Welcome to another edition of the FBI Basement, the podcast where we watch and review every episode of the hit TV series, The X-Files, and we do it because we love Aww. I don't. Aren't you capable of love? No. Today on the program, the agents go to investigate that shithole your folks stuck Grandma in after she microwaved her own cat. You don't know. Grandma might have actually really needed to microwave the cat. We are taking an awkward, uncomfortable deep dive into episode 11 of season two, Excelsis Day. I'm Todd. Uh, I'm going to be your captain for this senior citizen cruise. And I am joined, as always, by my better half and purveyor of fantastical fictions, Shannon. Just remember, the early bird special is at four o'clock. Also joining us today, artist, musician, uh, professional frightener, Marissa. Eh, what'd you say? And the grand poobah of the Medicinal Mass Network, our producer, Valentin. Yeah, you know, uh, there's things to look forward to when you get older, like gummers. (laughs) 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 Now, as I said, this was the uh, 11th episode of season two. Approaching the halfway point on this one now. Oh, are we? Uh, it's a monster of the week episode. Uh, Question mark. But we need to make sure th- to tell you that the elderly are not monsters. Some of them are. <laughs> Just when they're hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> uh, it was written by Paul Brown. Oh wait, right. This has got a super special guest star director, right? It's directed by uh, Stephen Sergic. Yeah, who is a Canadian area uh, was a Vancouver area director. I have some notes on that guy, actually, if I can find them. Oh, a little bit of news here. If you're looking to catch up on old episodes of the X-Files, but somehow do not have Hulu at your at your disposal or the Blu-rays, uh, we just found out this week that the X-Files is included now on BBC America's television program. To which yes. we respond, you want mites? <laughs> you talking about me, Mom? I'll wreck you. Uh, yeah, yeah, at the Ministry of Intelligence, we do have a department for finding UFOs. We call it the Z Files. <laughs> uh, Just Google BBC, and I got something completely different. Oh, uh, get out, Why? all of you! Uh, so just so we all know, Steven Sergic uh, was the showrunner. Um, he wasn't. He was the director of Wayne's World Two. I love that movie. He also, for those of you who are aware, is the showrunner currently for Lost in Space, Punisher, and was also the showrunner for Warehouse 13 as well as Burn Notice. Warehouse 13 was really good, actually. Not not exactly a lightweight, is he? This is like this is he. uh, Prior to this, he was doing uh, the gentleman behind uh, the Kids in the Hall, uh, some of the film segments there. And did a little show called Road to Avonlea, for those of you who are big fans of Anne of Green Gables. Uh, Not me. I am not. (laughs) Uh, And that's just me because, quite frankly, I I prefer uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder, but I come from Midwest stock on that side. So... Uh, now, this episode originally aired on December 16th, 1994, um, and it has a couple of guest stars, too. Uh, uh, happy Gilmore's grandma is there. Yeah. And um, the, uh, doctor from Stargate SG-1. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
it's an interesting it's an interesting bit of a uh thing because they did they they found some really great elderly actors for this they're all dead now by the way yeah none so, of them none of them survived because they're all dead they were all in the same bus um we are all now. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, i ruined just, marissa's day they're all dead this is just a reminder that we are all on a slow plotting inevitable march to uh our end the universe is indifferent to your suffering why do i have to have an existential crisis right now (laughs) let's not let's get into the episode and then we've had quite (laughs) enough of the we've had quite enough of those (laughs) well before we begin our deep dive i do need to remind you that the uh fbi basement comes to you every thursday via the medicinal mass podcast and we're we do it and your mama we do it for free and we love doing it but if you really like what we do if you really like what we do and if you want to buy us some pulled pork barbecue sandwiches oh my god please do because the memphis barbecue burger is back at hardy's and carl's jr you can donate to our patreon even a donation as small as one dollar gets you access to classified information secret audio files presidential p tapes exclusive art and access to our discord server where all men where the hosts and all manner of 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 weirdos uh yeah we've also got a nightbot now Nightbot. <laughs> he's still just lingering i think he's just recording us he's sending shit to the uh nsa for sure what does that thing do i'm scared now <laughs> So uh go to the to Don't just pa- skirt around it. <laughs> go to the Patreon. I'm gonna put it there. Valentine put the night bot there. I will confirm nor deny the Valentine. You're you put in the on night it, bot motherfucker. There. <laughs> but I will tell you, I thought I'd write stuff down this week. I'd actually have stuff to read off. Nope. You guys have uh, just <laughs> we have ruined your day. <laughs> Can we just up. get into the episode now? Right. Well, that, before I tell them that they should go to www.patreon.com slash the FBI basement or find it on medicinalmass.com with all the other podcasts. Uh take a look and uh donate, become our patrons today before oh, the deep state comes and day. shuts us down, right? You work for the deep state. Which one of us works for the deep state? All of you. Yes. I will confirm nor deny that I work for the deep state. <laughs> I disavow. Okay. We open at Excelsis Day Convalescent Home in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's late at night. To give you an idea of this sort of setting, have you ever been to an old folks home that was like not very good? Mm-hmm. Like where everything smelled like septic and smell and, and stale urine and this set looked like like the setting for Saw, except they mopped up the walls with all the blood. And Yeah, actually, give me a moment, because I think that he might have been involved with something that looked vaguely familiar to me with this. Oh, he, he also directed some Daredevil. Oh, okay. Um, well, actually, uh, interestingly enough, by the way, this was actually filmed largely at uh, Riverview Mental Health uh, Hospital in uh, British Columbia. Okay, you can leave now. No, I, I'm sorry. I thought it also looked like the the place uh, for um, kick the can, the kick the can segment, and uh, hmm. and the uh, Twilight Zone movie. I thought it was like that. That's I why. That. I was, yeah, that's what I kind of. Except so much more depressing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what is the kick the can scene in the Twilight movie? 
no Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. But... Okay, so like oh, there is a episode of the okay. Twilight Zone where they <laughs> where they kick the can and the old people become young children and they do it for the movie and that's why I was looking. I thought he had directed that segment, but no, I was wrong. So wrong. You always seem like you had a little fetish with old people. <laughs> oh my god, they were. This is one of the nurses enters to start the night shift where two staff members are uh, watching what I think is a Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see. I, I couldn't tell if they were. Uh... It was definitely something was happening at Caesar's Palace. And, and it was certainly a big fight, but I guess not big enough that they were paying for a pay-per-view. Uh, these guys certainly were not paying attention to the elders in their in their care, were they? Uh, no, no. And that is elder abuse. And. I don't know the law firm that you can hire for that. No, you can't. It sucks. Apparently, a patient had died previously, and the uh, day shift had left the um, uh, left the changing of their room to the nurse who was coming on shift at the time. Well, to be fair, having worked in a uh, group home type setting, I I can see not it being the game there. So yeah, not it, not it. Should I now? Uh, as she begins her rounds, there are two there are two gentlemen. Also watching the boxing match, who she just ruins their night by cutting it off, uh, snatches the remote control from... Okay, seriously? Also, why are those guys still awake? Old people aren't up this late. No, they, those two should be asleep. Should be. Should be. They are we not. Out, we find out why. Uh, during the uh, exchange, uh, she gets groped and uh, uses the Velcro straps to secure the gentleman, oh, Mr. Yeah. Grabby Hands, into the bed. Oh. And uh, moves oh. on to the to the now vacant room that he, she has to change out the uh, Okay, bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I would like to point out now, nobody does this, don't know. No one uses Velcro straps. There's no such thing as soft Velcro straps because those are so easy to get out of. Well, yeah, but if you're like 80 years old and feeble. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's not, that is not an acceptable way to uh, put anybody uh, in restraints. Yeah, that's not how you chain down an elderly person. Here's how you no. chain down an elderly person. <laughs> Let me tell you how you should chain down an old man. Why did he have to get chained down? I what? Yeah, like that's that. like Because he groped at her. Because he was, he was playing grab no, ass. No, so you don't do that though. But they that's just like, have those there for when they get all grab assy. That's like specifically like I am going to do this because you've just pissed me off. Nobody, no, please no. You imagine if the Me Too movement did that to everyone in an office chair? Like that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, you go. To, you, you get you get the straps now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Weinstein. You are no, getting. They, yeah, they have Mr. a chain Weinstein on their chair so they can't like roll all the way over to the chick's <laughs> office chair. <laughs> Weinstein. Like, Weinstein would have had to have been in like a straight jacket. Like yeah, like no. This is just I. I have never worked in a facility or in a group home where it's like, oh, he groped you. Well, time to put him in the chair. Like, time to strap them down. No, that's just, this is like really the worst place ever. I was, so. The only thing I could think of was, this is the punishment for it? It seems like he likes being tied down and she was just... Like, this is kind of tennis. like, I, I would have accepted this if this was like some sort of weird BDSM retirement home thing. <laughs> well, that is freaky and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse moves on to the uh next to the to the deceased woman's room to clean it up and while she's doing it the door suddenly closes and locks the bed slides across the room 
and barricades her in. I like how she's just not like, like she is just mildly irritated by that. Not like, yeah. oh, fuck, there's a ghost. It's like, God damn it, the ghosts are back. She tries to move the um uh, the bed, but is unable to do so. The wrist restraints open themselves up and she is somehow pulled into the bed and tied down screaming as the scene fades into the opening credits now bring that beat back i just really wanted to say bring that beat back roll that beautiful beat footage anyway that's really sad. So sad today. Mm. <laughs> I was going to try to like beatbox through you guys singing the X-Files theme. I don't know if that would actually work because <laughs> I can't beatbox. <laughs> Mulder uh, comes to his office to find Scully already there uh, engaging in some uh, videotape watching. Mulder chides her for breaking into his spank bank and Scully, assu- Scully assures him that the video that was in that thing has been returned to the other videos in the spank bank and categorized appropriately. Yeah, she's like, like how- your labels were out of order. I fixed them Do for you. Do you like how too. excited Mulder is that Scully is now looking at his porn? Like, <sighs> finally. We can share everything. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> like, I actually bought a couple if that's okay. <laughs> like, it's like he is so excited that it's like, oh god, she's watching my porn. Nope, her porn is weirder than mine. <gasps> we can exchange tapes. Well, apparently Scully is watching a video made by the nurse who uh, alleges that she was raped in that uh, nursing home and is suing the state over it. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, the setup here is very confusing. Was it a dating profile thing that she was that the video like, was, was a testimonial like i was raised by ghosts showing off her bruises and contusions and various things in the like, uh, I, but i don't understand how she's suing the federal government i don't understand yeah. that is like it is because this, the gut because the facility is run it's government funded so she like just, is it an osha violation because there are there's well, literally uh, uh, like I'm thousands guessing, of ways of doing i'm guessing this. any family that puts their puts their 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 granddad up in this place probably doesn't have a lot of cash you need to go or they where, just don't care yeah you know what though they they go they go there with the pretense that it's a federal case because they're suing the federal government but when they're actually there isn't it that she's actually suing him or is it just that he's named in the case okay it kind of goes a little fuzzy from there on out okay like we're we're trying to figure out something in the x-files that needs to be explained and um (laughs) yeah we're pretty much fucked (laughs) on trying to figure that out there is something i kind of want to point out here is like this this is scully's case she is the one who has found this and brought this to Mulder. she is now See, this is this is different because she is now seeking out the weird shit to bring to Mulder's table. Well, and also it is an interesting moment where Scully is talking uh, like you and I have talked about this, where it's like you feel like Scully doesn't get a chance to deal with the trauma (laughs) of being abducted. And in sort of a weird way, Scully is taking the side almost of a survivor of a phenomena, in this case, ghost rape elderly ghost rape um whereas Mulder is not and it's sort of like it's a weird moment of i am a victim and i see my own victimhood here 
So I feel like we need to do this. Yeah, and Mulder tries to like almost brush it off. Like there's like no he way mansplains is- it. Like he it, it's like Mulder gives you the standard line that even now is like oh, right. She that, is and lying. It's it's like this could be a supernatural thing, but they back it by him saying. You know, oh, all of the things I've already looked. Seems kind of like he's already brushed this off a couple other times before. It's like, oh, ghost rape doesn't happen. Like, that's where Mulder's, like, hard line of weird shit. (laughs) Bigfoot titties, sure. Aliens, damn straight they're real. Ghostly phenomena raping a woman. (sighs) A bridge too far for Fox Mulder. They head to the hospital and to speak to um. Uh, they head to the Moby video for natural blues. <clears throat> Go look it That's up, right. kids. This place is freaking depressing. <laughs> They're speaking to the nurse in question, Michelle Charters, and uh, she identifies the ghost that raped her as Hal Arden, and she knows this because she has been bathing him for five years and recognizes his scent. You know, actually, that's a weird thing because it is true that it, it, like your olfactory memory is like the best uh, recall over anything else with memory, and like you will remember a smell easier than you will remember what someone looks like or sounds like or tastes like. So the most mm. likely scenario for that was that old man then visited that body while it was still in the bed, and he somehow got his scent all over the bed that she was. Trapped. Yeah, like that's that's a weird no. That's a hard no on on ghost smells, but yeah, no, they never uh, they never really blame uh, explain the basis for the lawsuit against the government, but whatever. It gets them to the old folks' home, and then they go to talk to Hal Arden. He's about to take a bath, and he has no problem stripping off his uh, his towel, and it's just like luck. And Mulder nods in approval. Like how excited, like seriously, Mulder is like, did you see his face through that entire scene? Like, I am excited to be here. Scully Scully smirks like a little girl. Scully smirks and looks away and tries to be a Catholic schoolgirl. And Mulder is like, that's a dick. Like, is it <laughs> is it an uncircumcised dick? Has he not seen one like that? I want to I'm, say that is, is it to a point like because like he look he's 75, but he looks like he's in his 80s. He looks like he might be 375. He looks so much older. Like, I, mean, I realize that now I, I understand that you and I live with a, a man in his mid 70s who does not look or act like it. Okay, well, looks like it. Um, but I would say that no, I would say that Mr. Arden is probably 10 years older than he claims to be or 10,000 i don't know but he seems pretty spry and honry even though he claims that the um uh, plumbing he has doesn't wor- doesn't work at all which is why he shows them the dick that he makes some very uh interesting comments about the me too movement i swear to god i have grabbed him by the pussy written down and i don't know why what does it correlate <laughs> to <laughs> oh it's because it's like it, because boys and girls you see before there was the me too movement and we were talking about not just sexual harassment and assault, there was this notion of becoming politically correct. And Mr. Arden says that, ah, you can't compliment a girl anymore with this sexual harassment crap going around. (laughs) Anybody want to make a Bill Cosby joke or are we just going to skip that? Let's just skip over that one. (laughs) No, I I think grab him by the pussy is more relevant because it's effectively what he says. Like, you can't compliment him if I said you were pretty. And Scully's like, you know, no one's ever said I'm pretty. That's that's why they keeping me in this hideous clothing. Um, yeah, Mulder would love you to tell him that he's pretty because he is 
really excited by that old man's penis. <laughs> now, when they ask you about the lawsuit, Arden says that he may have one foot in the grave, but he certainly can't fly down hallways spreading amore because he had heard that he that she was stuffed by a ghost. That's a dark way to put it. Spreading love. Mm. He is very much like, yeah, but yeah, I think that may be why you're like, grab him by the pussy. Later on, Mulder and Scully speak with Mrs. Dawson, a worker with management capacities, apparently. And uh, they find out that Mr. Arden is an Alzheimer's patient, which is kind of odd when you consider how spry and together he seemed during the last scene. Apparently, they are at the mo- they are trying new drug treatments to uh, reverse the effects of Alzheimer's. Ah, uh, to be fair, they are very much working on this. That orderly was getting paid five and a half dollars an hour. Yeah, that was going to be my point too, because it's like you know, I I worked in a group home and I got paid like ten bucks an hour. And the drug they said was Deprinol acetylcholine. Yeah, uh, and uh, there is actually a note that that is not even... I was just trying to look it up. It went to like a fucking translator. Okay, Deprinol is referred to in this episode as an enzyme inhibitor whose function is to increase alkylite in the brain. It is a real-world drug which inhibits the enzyme monotone oxidase, but the research has shown that it actually doesn't do anything that they say it does. In fact... uh, Acaline is not going to create, uh, create psychoses. Uh, it's actually more likely to, uh, to it, it. I mean, because psychoses is actually more controlled by dopaminic and collagenic activity. So basically, that it, it's regulated by dopamine levels in your brain. Uh, nothing Scully says is right, and I'm sorry. She's a fucking doctor. From inside the uh, nursing home, a man named Stan looks out through the blinds at, at the two agents. Speaking. Tears go falling up in white. Stan is. <laughs> Stan is uh, not writing letters to Eminem, but he's Aww. plenty pissed off at Arden, wondering just what they what they told him. What? But I'm not allowed to do my Dido for do any you of Stan. you. Stan, I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the tears you fall, I wonder why I got out of bed at all. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> like this is the best episode of season two so far literally the best episode we're not trying to be dicks we just really like this episode arden and stan are talking to each other seems that they're covering up uncovering up stan pulls out a pill that he had stored away in the nightstand give me some more man and swallows it like is it md is it like mnda because that's what it looks like kind of Arden really wants to know where he got that pill, and uh, Stan replies that he knows where he keeps them. <laughs> who? Who is he? Arden requests one and threatens to rat him out if Stan doesn't comply, and Stan doesn't think he can handle it. Can't handle it, man. God. Last time you did too, man, you ended up out in the street jerking off all naked and stuff. Covered in jelly behind a donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good times. Good times. Scully and Mulder Moldy and are Scully, talking yeah. with Dawson with Dawson in her office this time. Apparently, uh, Nurse Charters had filed three different insurance claims while working at the home. Lights. And, How many times uh, did she slip on the wet floor? Uh, you know, it it's not that hard. <laughs> not that hard to get hurt in this kind of work. Before there any questioning of char- more tra- before Charters could be questioned more. 
An orderly comes in telling them to come quick, only to see that Arden is choking to death. <laughs> <gasps> Scully start, goes into doctor mode and starts barking out orders. And All right, is this CPR. where we find out that there's like no one on staff as an actual fucking doctor at this place? Yeah, he, like, he has to helicopter in. I'm sorry, I was on the golf course. What happened? Cut to commercial. Oh, wow. <laughs> As the cut back from commercial, uh, Arden is being wheeled away on a gurney, leaving behind a long and fruitful life of being a dirty old man. <sighs> Wait, was he born a dirty old man? He was a dirty young man he playing dirty, in the streets, dirty... trying to be a big man someday. He had blood on his face. That big disgrace. Stop that. Was he waving his, his all over, all over the, the place? place. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, see me after class. Oh. Wait, because is the line kicking that can all over the place? Singing, we will. We Okay, I'm sorry. Nerd. <laughs> Nerds. Uh, we finally get a look at Arden's doctor, Grago. Grago? Drago? Carl Drago. Carl Drago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Carl? <laughs> Grego said he's been attempting to treat Arden's, Arden's Alzheimer's with an uh, experimental drug called Depermil, which you guys nope. discussed previously. Yeah, no, like we just talked about this. No, 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 no. But most of the patients in the hole seem to be really, really lucid, mostly. They seem okay. Yeah, considering uh, like the way that they say that they came in, was it uh, catatonic, most of them or whatever? Yeah, I mean, they're at end stage for these degenerative mental disorders which uh, Scully has to see the other patients and Grego just gives no shits about HIPAA so says sure like no one gives any shits about HIPAA in this show like oh you want to go see the patients why not has has anyone else seen that movie The Awakenings no with Robin no Williams? no all these people get this disease it's like an old folks home and they all and it's not all they're not all old they all have this disease that they gradually like freeze in place and it's a true story and they started to test these things on them and they were started to wake up one by one. Oh no this is kind of like a really fucked up version of that yeah i'm sure this did not have ghost rapes so uh, i'll have to watch it again oh <laughs> probably why oh, i haven't heard of it because there were no ghost reaps. Oh, <laughs> well, he knows. So. Stan is meanwhile. That's keyword. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Stan is trying to talk to his supplier, a, a Malaysian male nurse named Gung. Stop it. Gung is cutting them off at this point because uh, of what happened with Arden. Take too much. Yep. Can't take too much. Yeah. Well, that's not microdosing if you're fucking trying to trip on it, brah. You're trying to use it like a drug, man. It's not spiritual. Oh my god! <laughs> and we talked about this, right? Like this dude is Jap. Like, yeah, like so. <sighs> yeah, uh, the so Sab Shimono is is very much not what they want him to be, and apparently has been lovingly married to Steve Alden Nelson since two thousand and eight. Huh? Good for him. Off to the di- off to the um. Uh day room where modern scholar is speaking to leo and dorothy who uh that's uh, happy gilmore's grandma right yeah, happy gilmore's grandma's right there uh apparently leo that had uh, once been a famed artist and leo says it wasn't the depper mill that is making him a that is making him better oh holy crap by the way the gentleman who is playing gung is the voice of samara jack's father yeah sab shimara by the way is the emperor in like as uh, samurai jack 
Oh, neat. He was also Mr. Murikami in the Ninja Turtles, and I think he was Shredder. Really? Now. Dinner time has come, and the uh, patients are all wheeled off to their pureed carrots. And and I should also point out that he is the voice of Mr. Sparkle (laughs) in The Simpsons. I'm sorry. I am really getting into this guy's, like, IMDb page. He is, like, basically the Asian voice of everything. Sorry. And he was also the Shredder. I was correct. Anyway. Uh, Mulder and Scully are back at the hotel later and checking out. But Scully thinks that there's something to this, uh, something more to, going on to the, with this case. Where, Sc- where Mulder has no desire to go back to that place of death and decrepitude. It's sm- I bet it smells awful in there. Like Scully wants to stay so bad, but she's really just hoping that another body shows up. Like, that's what it is. Like, Scully really, yeah, like, that's the thing. Scully's really excited about the old folks' home. One, because they have all the best drugs. Two, yeah, she's just waiting for another corpse. Like, that. that's like... That's Disneyland for Dana Scully right there. Well, there and Mulder's is... like, no, that's creepy and no, weird. And that's why he wants to leave because he already got all the good drugs. He doesn't want to get. He has all the good drugs and he has all the old people porn he needs. Now, Scully actually points out the rancid smell of the place, which uh, indicates uh, some sort of fungal infestation. It also indicates that it's an old folks home. And I say this from the personal experience of my grandfather dying of Alzheimer's. And I will say that the place that he was was very nice. It was very clean. Um, There is just a smell you cannot get rid of. And especially when you're dealing with dementia patients. And it it is the smell of death and uh, dried urine. Well, Mulder agrees to, to stay for just one more day. It's a weird flip of the script, right? Uh, Leo now is trying to get more pills off of Gung, and Gung is refusing. Like, no! No more. Down the hall, Stan is uh, arguing with his daughter, Mrs. Kelly, who is trying to take him out of the home. (laughs) They really bad. He's like, no, those are all my friends and drugs. I mean... And we, by the way, I think seen his daughter before. We have... His daughter was played by Tasha Sims, who was Ellen Reardon in Eve. Oh. Yeah. Well, here she's coming to take Granddad home since uh, he seems to have gotten better. What does he have to Mm. pack? I mean, they just have, like, those beds in there. It seems to be just one suitcase, but while the orderly is packing, uh, Stan makes a run for it. Well, it's because he, like he was acting like a high school bully, too. That orderly is just a dick. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to, it's like, I don't know who to feel bad for in this episode. Who is the bad guy? Because everyone, it's like, it's like the same issue I had with The Great Gatsby. I hate everybody, so... I'm not sure who I'm supposed to be rooting for in this episode. Well, the agents are outside talking to his daughter. The orderly runs up to the runs up and gets pushed out of window on the top floor. Mulder tries to go up and go back up and pull him up. Not well. Not well. I should note he does not do this well. Yeah, because uh, he, he, he fucking drops him. That's what happens. It's like, the, oops. The orderly falls to his death. Scully stood there and watched Mulder run into the building. Then she just stood there and watched that guy struggle. And she watched him go up there. And then she watched him fall to the ground and thump, and then she went, body da, Topsy. She was really <laughs> excited at that moment. Like, at that moment, Scully was like, all right, a body. <laughs> Mulder now believes that Stan was involved in both Arden and the orderly's death. Mulder asks if the autopsy report is ready yet, and they have to see if it is. And sorry. then sorry, Todd had to take a yawn because he was mm. bored with this episode. <laughs> 
Mulder asks to see if Arden's aut autopsy report is ready yet, and uh, they leave to check on that. Uh, Scully is talking with Laura Kelly, and she hears Nurse Charters arguing with with Mrs. Dawson. As uh, Charters was the only one signed in today, and before Scully has a chance to talk to Dawson, Dorothy starts uh, babbling at someone in the next room. Oh, right, because uh, Happy Gilmore's grandmother is seeing dead people. Can see dead in people, there. yeah. It's a whole gathering of, of, of spirits. The place is absolutely, absolutely lousy with them. Yeah, she's seen a bunch of ghosts, and they come out, and she tells them, you know, you leave her alone, and she starts. they start walking through Scully or whatever, and then they follow her or whatever. Yeah, like, Scully has uh, some creepy, creepy ghost stalkers, which will not be that uncommon for Scully ever, ever again. This episode is brought to you by Ghost Viagra. Ghost Viagra. Just because you are dead doesn't mean you cannot be harder than Chinese math. <laughs> Why is Chinese math hard? I want someone to explain that to me. Nah. Crickets. No? No one's going to do that on this show? Fuck all of you. We need a cricket sound there. We do. We uh, really yeah. do. Scully takes off looking like really uncomfortable here. Like, clearly, one of those like ghosts she, whispered something racist to her. Like, she's a... Like, oh, okay, you've got a problem with the... the okay, uh, I don't know why Tiger Woods couldn't get a, a white woman uh, or or a woman of his, his own. I don't really know what race... I'm going to go over here now, bye. But uh, the autopsy reports are in. Scully is also upset she did not get to perform the autopsy. Like, she was running to the, like, the coroner's office... Like, and she's out of breath and she's all sweaty. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, we already did it. Then she is just very unhappy. Apparently, there is ibotenic acid present in Hal Arden's blood, which is some sort of poison. No, it's actually not. It's uh, it's the active ingredient in da, da, da. Amanita muscaria. Oh my god! Um, so what it does is it activates the N was it NMDA receptors in your brain, which is responsible for the plasticity and shit. So yeah, the, these shrooms don't actually make you trip like actual psilocybin mushrooms. When you uh, eat these red and white ones, you just like like this woman. She would might be ha be having light visuals, but this would actually seem like it would help. The what is it with Alzheimer's? They have the telomeres that that start collapsing and and rolling up. Uh, it seems like it would actually. I don't know. Maybe I could be on par with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's like, I, yeah, if you're opening. No, of course. No, it's only trace amounts, but uh, Scully does think that there may have caused hallucinations. As they're ready, the uh, Charters comes in and, and uh, calls them all to come quickly. Back to the day room where uh, Leo has apparently painted a an enormous mural, a pretty macabre looking one on the side on the on the uh, on one of the walls. <laughs> How did he get so much done before anyone noticed that he had like raided all of the paints and all the finger paints? It's like <laughs> the shittiest home ever, though. Where well, did he get them? Also, the only nurse working today is, is the one that's, that's, that's suing the government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just so we're all aware. Uh, Alzheimer's disease causes uh, atrophy, yeah, atrophy uh, of the affected regions of your brain. So, no, what uh, he is saying, what Val is saying is, yeah, that would be great. Uh, not what's happening here, but it would be great. That actually would work. But yeah, that's not not here. More testing required. Well, yes. Mulder notices something in the mural and and, and asks where Gung is. <laughs> what did he see that made him ask that? I don't remember. <laughs> 
I was actually trying to see if I could find it to, to it, figure out. Was it like a was it an Asian Jesus on a cross or something? I guess something re- I I found it and I I hang on. I am just going to see if I can enlarge it. And I have no fucking yeah, it, it it's Asian Jesus. That's all I got. Like I can't even like I'm looking at the picture of it right now and like i think it's like it's a weird it is kind of got a weird like kung fu jesus thing going on i think if these colors were different and reacted to a black light it would be way more koi fish yeah like this is like like this is pretty cool it just needs to have brighter colors and it would be on the side of someone's van so so down goes Mulder to the bowels of the building the very bowels which look pretty freaking familiar, if I, I seem to recall. He busts open a padlock to get into an area where apparently Gung was using the dank, uh, wet, and dark area to farm mushrooms. That's where I wrote mushrooms, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the X-Files where no one has ever really done drugs, brah. Yeah, that's the funny thing. If these were the mushrooms that they were dosing those patients with, with they would look like you know Mario mushrooms, red and white. And these are these look more like psilocybin mushrooms. Buried in the dirt of the floor is a is the body of an orderly who uh, failed to uh, come to work that morning. Was that who that was? <laughs> he looked really fresh. I I thought he was in there for a while, but if he was he was freshly put in there, that's weird. Yeah. Now it's time for Gung to answer the questions. And he never does. He's not going to answer any questions. He does admit that the mushrooms are his and that he has been giving them to the patients. Mushroom, mushrooms. And he claims that angry spirits are responsible for the deaths, not him. Apparently, this guy buys it. This guy comes from Malaysia and has a very, and the much more common in Asian culture at large is the idea of a multi generational household where, you know, parents, grandparents, and children all live in the same house and you keep your elders with you. You respect them as you respect your ancestors. And um, uh, he also brought over that idea with them. He kind of is disgusted by the idea, by this, by places where. Americans send their elderly off to just die. And he tries to soothe that by bringing his Malaysian holistic medicine with them. Because that, that makes sense. And I, I don't know. Mulder's asking him, so how do you dose them? Like he's, he wants to know the exact microgram so he doesn't fuck up. <laughs> like Mulder is all about the dosing here. Like that's the thing. Scully yells at him, mushrooms aren't medication. And yet it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I kind of feel at this moment, I'm like, all right, I, I don't even, I don't even know right now with you. I'll, I'll chalk that up to the nineties and they had to at least say that. Cause it's the don't do drugs and everyone has to not promote drug use. Like, Except Mulder is all about the mushrooms. That's the yeah. thing. Like Mulder is like, Oh, Scully. They, go, they yeah. go down to get the, the, the crazy mushroom pills and. Uh, Gung and Mulder find the, the jar empty, and uh, Mulder finally admits that Scully is probably right about the medication. He's like, I can't explain it. And you're like, no shit, you can't explain it. But it was the mushrooms causing the, the incidents, not the Depernil. Scully still th- says that mushrooms, once again, mushrooms are not medicine, but, you know. Like, she says it with the kind of anger that I have when people are like, essential oils. <laughs> Like, she has the same anger for mushrooms that I have for people when they're fucking essential oils, which, by the way, not medicine. Go to a fucking doctor. The end. Thankfully, the trials on on actual psychedelic mushrooms 
and uh, helping with depression trials have really, you know, produced some pretty positive results. Well, that's good. Like I said, though, this is like Scully says it with the same sort of anger that I have when people are like, oh, just breathe in your lavender, this lavender and you won't die of the flu. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'm going to take my dangerous drugs now. Do you remember the cartoon that they played during the day in this era when it was like a cockroach trying to get a, a kid to smoke a joint? Oh my God! Yes. So that's the that's the world that we were living in. We're like, if you said mushrooms, that person is a crazy person. Yeah, drugs are bad. Yeah, it's like yeah. Mulder maintains that whatever has been happening has something to do with the pills, and that something has been released into the home. Scully has no response for this theory. She really doesn't. She's like, okay, okay. Stan, meanwhile, has taken three of the has taken three of them pills. As his daughter comes in, like, why is she upset that he's taking drugs? Is she, he's staying out of her fucking hair when, while taking these drugs? You should be happy that he is high. Uh, he's not bothering you. Dorothy's back out in the hall, continuously telling someone to go away, leave him alone, shoo, and tells and warns Laura to run while she can. Uh, we see ghost vision where the where the ghosts are seen walking toward her, and uh, Leo calls out for her. The old lady wheels herself to Leo as he collapses, and when she sees him, there are ghosts bent over him. As Laura walks over to look, Leo is dragged back, and the door is slammed shut. Loud screaming. Mulder and uh, Scully hear it from below and run toward the sound. She finds uh, he finds uh, Nurse Charters in a bathroom, bloodied. And then he goes in there. This is when the door shuts. And the first thought on Mulder's mind is, oh, shit, they're going to think I did it when they find her dead body in here. And I'm the only one in here. When she goes flying, he just smiles. Mulder is having, by the way, the greatest time with this episode. Like, I am. This is like somehow like a bizarre fantasy for him like he is having more fun than he did in like going to nasa soon the room begins to fill up with water and really rapidly bizarrely rapidly bizarrely rapidly and this is not how this works this is certainly not how this works i I have no earthly (laughs) idea how one you know makes a room that watertight this is almost cartoonish like this is literally like an epi- like this is a cartoon right here. Scully's down there beating on the door and and she stops once the water finally starts squirting out the top. Like how couldn't you like you think like, the water would be like squirting out the sides? Like how is that door being held? How like? is the rest of the door being watertight and how is the have a shower curtain? What's wrong with the shower curtain? Furthermore, how is the pressure of all that water not bursting the door open? This is not how science works. This but is the, not how but nonetheless, works. the room is flooding, and uh, Scully and Gung go to shut off the water main. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's stuck. <laughs> I like that she asks where the water main is of someone who is in authority, and they're like, "We don't know." And I'm like, you know, no, you know, that's like something you learn the first fucking day of working in a building like that. Scully goes to try and find something to Jimmy the um uh, the water main valve loose, but uh, Laura comes and uh, drags Scully to Stan, who is now choking to death. He just goes, oh, yeah, it's <sighs> uh, Scully manages to get the door open though. Somehow this happens and. <laughs> It finally did burst open or something like that. She moved yeah. away from it and it bursts open in front of her fucking face like it was going to kill her if she kept standing there. And uh, even though Stan, and while Stan is dying, Dorothy looks at wheels up 
gleefully expressing that they're gone. They're all gone. And she's like, later, bitches. <laughs> Scully Rex. I'm out. Like, that's <laughs> literally what's going on in that woman's face. Like, later, later days. I'm out. <laughs> Scully wraps up the, st- the story for us with a voiceover. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but I was certainly wrapped tightly and on the edge of my seat with her her wrap up for Excel <laughs> for a Red Museum. So I certainly wanted Scully to do that again. The residents of the uh, nursing home are still alive. And they look pissed. Unfortunately, they have, uh, without Gung's medicine, they are now reverting back to their uh, near catatonic states. Yeah, Gung got deported. Yeah, yeah Gung, Gung got, got deported. That's got like the saddest part. Yeah. We know who the real monster is in this episode. Um, and of course, the Depernal studies were, bit, were were suspended. They weren't because, doing any good anyways. It was a god. Like there was no test was it, it was skewed anyways. It was, the dude was felt like microdosing him with Dominita muscaria. Like ultimately, the other seemingly spiritual events at Excelsis Day remain unexplained. <laughs> because God is dead in the X Files, and <laughs> fade to black. Boot boot. Now, what I want to talk about about this episode is uh, the things that didn't piss you off. Because I, oh no, I thought this episode really did a good job in 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 kind of presenting the the, the setting, the mood, the the all around uncomfortableness. Uh, if you've ever had an elderly relative, you've had to visit in one of these places, and and well, these days I think there's a more of an eye towards uh, preventing elder abuse these days, and there have been places that just reek of death and stale urine they just you don't want to go there because of the smells and because everybody is weird and there's it's like you know that occurs to me to be one of the things that really just kind of drives this whole episode i I like the science part of it like they got some stuff in there like in the 90s you wouldn't have ever you like there where would you have found you know the information that that acid was part of the the psychoactive part of Amanita muscaria and those things that happened to those guys where, where they're seizing up and choking essentially that's what that will do to you if you eat too much of them yeah <laughs> but but because somebody on the x-files does mushrooms that's, oh, for sure. that's why like, obviously someone's doing the shrooms somebody, there somebody went to the amazon and did the whole ayahuasca trip and they they're 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 dl with it and they just had to write ghosts into this this was the dumbest part of it is that they wrote ghosts and didn't explain them other than it was once again written off by this is something we can easily explain with psychedelics no one like except for the rape so she was getting raped by nobody we've established that she's a liar yeah i mean like that's the only thing that can be like quantified but is she a liar and it's like i don't i don't know like i'm sorry you want the x-files to explain something to you uh no it's just but I not mean, gonna. B- b- based off of the facts, like we have, the the autopsy said he had mushrooms in his system. So those mushrooms don't make ghost people. I can eat those mushrooms next week if I want to to prove this. this but will not... you eat them on a hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> like so, so. So the point being, like those don't make ghosts. Henceforth, she didn't get raped by mushroom ghosts. I no, she did not get raped by mushroom ghosts, uh, and and also. And also, mushrooms are not medicine. They they belong on hamburgers. And like that's like if I that's where I lose it with this episode. I'm like, <laughs> it's like no, bitch, pizza. Like, 
Scully, come on. You're a doctor. God damn Marissa, uh, I'd like to hear from Marissa for a moment, please. That's uh, too bad. She's not allowed to talk. <laughs> but I need to understand, as someone who has worked in various haunted houses, how much mileage can you get out of an old folks' home or, you know, other kind of institutional setting for horror? How much? Oh, my God. All the mileage, right? Old people are scary to people. Like, that's just a general thing. Why do you think we hide them in, away in, in, in the, the whole responsibility thing and, the, and that it's going to happen to us? It's terrifying. And a lot of characters are old people at haunted houses. A lot of people are in wheelchairs at haunted houses. A lot of people are sickly or uh deformed or crazy or disabled or crazy you know <laughs> yeah well, i mean yeah like i i was terrified of my grandfather who was you know very much racked with dementia from the alzheimer's i granted he also thought he was back in india and fighting off japs but um there's a fine line that you play with ableism or being an ableist like and, and i'm guilty of this like i would sit in a wheelchair with, with just my my i would kneel in the wheelchair so it looked like I had no legs and I would just like lean off to the side and had old, like an old age makeup on and just slowly crawl up at people. If you could do so much more, I don't think you need to throw ghosts in. Now, are you doing this at Walmart or are you just, <laughs> uh, we were walking down the street and, uh, just randomly doing it. No, it's a, a haunted house in, uh, yeah. upstate New York. Uh, Kevin McCurdy's haunted mansion. I was there for like 10, 15 years. Doing tell, him, tell, tell, McCur- <laughs> tell McCurdy he has to pay us for the plug. Next time you see <laughs> he, Kevin, he owes us five bucks. <laughs> five dollars. Uh, five ducks. We will, yeah. Um, five dollars. If he, if he doesn't, we'll send all of his we'll send all of his business to haunted hayrides. <gasps> I worked there for two years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send them to the Headless haunted horseman haunted hayrides. Right. We'll send them to the going. haunted holler zombie uh, experience. And no, we go to haunted Hochi. Uh, that's, a, that's a haunted strip club. <laughs> I'm interested in that zombie strippers. <laughs> yes. David S. Pumpkins. We will send him to the place that has the David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> All his business at David S. Pumpkins. Any questions? Can we just keep talking about haunted house shit? Yeah, let's do that. That's a better show. We'll, we'll do it some other time. We'll get. We'll, we'll do a you. Halloween episode okay, for fine. Humbug. When we get to humbug, oh my god, yes, so soon, guys. <laughs> um, we have to get through some shit first. Uh, we just have to wade through some very shitty episodes before humbug. Well, we're going to give our ratings for this episode before the end. Did we even end, actually but- talk about this episode? Because I, yeah, I guess we did. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> what are we doing for the last <laughs> 10 minutes? Who are you? Where am Who are I? you people? Where am I? Who's Walt Flanagan? Okay. <laughs> I found his dog. But first, we're going to be disseminating some information for all of you, our loyal basement dwellers. First off, this is a podcast on the Medicinal Mass Network, which uh, features many other podcasts. Valentin? Yeah, you can head over to medicinalmass.com, and we have all the links for uh, everyone's stuff, as well as the Patreon. Click that at the top of the page. Uh, Listen to the stuffs. Right on. And... um, (laughs) As I mentioned at the start of the podcast, my wife is a purveyor of fan- fine, fantastical fiction. Uh, what are you working on these days? Uh, I was answering an email. What What were you asking? I'm sorry. What you were you? not important to me. Well, yeah, hoity-toity. 
What what writing is you are you um, uh, working on these days? Well, I have all these like weird pages surrounding me in some kind of fan. I'm actually working on some spec fic this week. But usually I write uh, urban fantasy. But you're working on sci-fi too? Yeah, I'm working on a sci-fi book. I'm actually... No, I'm not working on that one. No, I'm working on, on the one that that's... The with, space opera. Yeah, I'm working on the hillbillies in space. But uh, I actually... Hmm? Penis fairy? I am going to get back to that one. I actually am kind of stuck right now. Marissa <laughs> and I are also working on one that may or may not have a penis fairy. Uh, uh, we're working... Wand that's a penis <laughs> that when it... It flicks the wand. Floppy. Sprays. Do you not know about the penis fairy, Valentine? We we not on the podcast. No. <laughs> oh no, my god! Don't do it here. Don't do it. No, no, no. No, we should certainly put the penis fairy behind the Patreon wall. But yes, there's a penis fairy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. If you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. You can talk to the Oddite delight, Marissa. Take it away. I'm I'm a satanic mechanic. <laughs> I make want things to bother. with my hands. Yeah. Sometimes they're digital and sometimes they're uh, made of other things Widget. that I also make with my hands. If you pay me, I'll make you a thing with my hands. That's right. my uh, that's my promo. You can you can watch her making stuff with her hands on Picario TV every now and then. I might be doing something else with my hands though. Ah, that's ah. True. that is true. She might. Be. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all we got. To, that's all the information <laughs> to uh, throw out this week. Let's uh, give this episode its final r- ratings. You know, I really like this one, so um, uh, I'm going to give this one uh, four out of five unexplained wall murals. Oh, I was going to give this one a cut in its social security benefits. <laughs> oh. Oh. Too real for you, America? Wake up, sheeple. That's how we're treating our old folks. All right, Marissa. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this uh one and a half saggy old man balls. Oh. <laughs> and Valentine. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this one 86 out of 100 tiny little fairy penises. I guess. <laughs> Magic. Like, is it an uncircumcised fairy penis? I oh, anyway. They're all unique. Fairy yeah. penis. Who's the doctor yeah. that circumcises the fairies? Like if, if. <laughs> with that ladies and gentlemen we are fresh out of show but for we, now for now uh because <laughs> the fbi basement will come to you every thursday with a new episode what do we got on on deck the next week uh next week Mulder and scully take a walk through the animus and uh try to solve a 40 year old uh murder that is still going on outside and it's it's um, it's great. It's a great episode. You'll you'll love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's Aubrey, which makes no sense because no one is named Aubrey except Aubrey Plaza, who's pretty great. Oh, she's fucking this, awesome. Yeah, this episode is not, but she is pretty stupendous. Can we just start reviewing Legion? As always, I would like to thank each and every one of you out there on internet land for listening to us. We encourage you to like our Facebook and uh, find us and rate us on iTunes and other uh, podcasting applications. If you rate us, that actually helps people find find us even more. And uh, if you like us, just tell anybody about us any way that you can. Keep those screaming out the window. Yeah, like if you, especially if you like work at a high rise, just like open the window. 
scream it out and like I, I need my X Files podcast and I need it now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she became JG Wentworth, haven't we? That's just what's going on now. <laughs> okay, no. I don't remember the number, but it's like, it's your podcast. Get it when you want it. Uh, 877 cash now. Yeah, there you go. Oh, hey. I'm now Todd. they owe us money. I am Todd before Shannon, Valentine, and Marissa telling you all good night and the truth is out there. Toot, toot. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network. The universe is indifferent to your suffering. Uh, yeah, at the Ministry of Intelligence, we do have a department for finding UFOs. We call it the Z-Files. That's a dick! You think the uncircumcised ones have uh, drawstrings for the hoods? I think so. What? <laughs> I don't yeah. understand what's happening here. <laughs>